Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort. So you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Bernie Sanders isn't quite ready to say how he intends to fund his Medicare for All plan. The number of children losing health insurance continues to climb. Some American cities may soon have a big problem treating cancer and bias in health care. It doesn't just affect patients. All that and more coming up on Just Healthcare Daily. It's Thursday, October 31st, and I'm Alex Olgan with Just Healthcare Daily, where you get the headlines and health business and policy news in under 10 minutes. Increasingly, Medicare for All has become the rallying cry for progressives in the run-up to the 2020 election. For Vermont Senator Bernie Sanders, it's the central pillar of his campaign. How exactly will this overhaul of the American health care system work? Turns out Sanders isn't quite ready to get into the nitty-gritty yet. That was one of the takeaways from an interview released this week with CNBC's John Harwood and Senator Sanders. Take a listen to some of their exchange on Medicare for All. We gotta still have more revenue to go to make it fully paid Well, what we have yes. laid out is, look, The fight right now is to get the American people to understand that we're spending twice as much per capita, that of course we can pay for it. We're paying it now in a very reactionary, regressive way. I want to pay for it in a progressive way. That's my fight now. Now, you're asking me to come up with an exact, detailed plan of how, you know, every American, how much you're going to pay more in taxes, how much I'm going to pay. I don't think I have to do that right now. Sanders told Harwood that, yes, taxes will go up, but critics are discounting the fact that middle-class families will not have to pay premiums and co-pays anymore. Sanders has floated possible revenue streams for his health care agenda. As NPR explains, those include hiking taxes on top earners and enacting a wealth tax. Another option is a 4% tax on people making more than $29,000 a year. Massachusetts Senator Elizabeth Warren, who has declared her support for Medicare for All, says she's going to detail how she plans to pay for it soon, but no word on exactly when. Medicare for All would add about $30 trillion in federal spending over a decade. But as the Urban Institute points out, the net increase in national health care spending over that time would be closer to $7 trillion. Just Healthcare's Chaz Rhodes says the outstanding question that none of the candidates have yet addressed is how this will affect doctors. Hospitals in particular rely on cross-subsidy, getting high prices from commercial insurance to make up for the low prices that Medicare and Medicaid pay. If all the care is going to get paid at Medicare rates, there'd be dramatic consequences for providers, probably resulting in a lot of hospitals and physician practices having to shut down. So we need a lot more detail about what happens to providers and how do they get paid under these Medicare for All proposals. Vice President Joe Biden and other moderate Democrats in the race have called Sanders' plan unrealistic.
a new analysis paints a worrying picture of an oncologist shortage and what it could mean for cancer patients. A report from Doximity, a professional medical network, looked at data collected from the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services on 18,000 board-certified oncologists. According to the website Fierce Healthcare, the report predicts that a slew of oncologists will retire soon, leaving a handful of cities and metro areas with a shortage of doctors. This is especially concerning for areas with higher incidences of women with breast and lung cancer. Some of the places that will be hard hit, number one, Miami. After that, Northport, Florida, New York City, Los Angeles, and number five, Washington, D.C. The report also notes the highest concentrations of women with breast cancer and lung cancer are in the Northeast and Midwest. As life expectancy increases, so will the demand for cancer treatment. The report estimates demand will grow upwards of 40 percent in the next six years. By 2025, the American Society of Clinical Oncology expects a shortage of more than 2,000 cancer doctors. The report finds that the expected retirement age for oncologists is 64. And in many metro areas, one out of every five oncologists is already older than 65. Authors of the report warn that in some of these cities, women may face delays in screening and treatment. On the flip side, some of the places with the lowest chance of running into a shortage of cancer doctors are Orlando, Columbus, Ohio, Nashville, Charlotte, and Memphis. For the second year in a row, the number of uninsured children in the U.S. has gone up. It's now more than 4 million, according to a report by the Georgetown University Center for Children and Families. The trend is unprecedented since this kind of data started being collected more than 10 years ago. Between 2016 and 2018, the number of children without coverage jumped by more than 400,000. It's an alarming reversal of the progress made in the years following the Affordable Care Act when more children became covered thanks to Medicaid and CHIP. The decline is scattered across the country, affecting white and Latino children under the age of six in particular. Some states with statistically significant changes in coverage are Alabama, Arizona, Florida, Georgia, Tennessee, and West Virginia. Texas tops the list. More than 20 percent of children in that state were uninsured. As the report points out, this is a pronounced issue in states that decided not to expand Medicaid under the ACA. Those states have seen coverage loss three times higher than states that did decide to broaden coverage through the federal program. North Dakota is the only state that actually saw an increase in coverage for children. Joan Alker with Georgetown says the findings should be a red flag for policymakers. Children should have been gaining coverage in the private market during this time period, and it spells trouble for when the country hits an economic downturn. bias and prejudice come in many forms in the American healthcare system. Patients receive subpar care because of their age, race, gender, sexual orientation, and so on. But what's it like when that happens to the person wearing the white coat? A new study published in JAMA Internal Medicine tries to answer that question. It finds that doctors and medical students experience a large negative effect on their emotional well-being and on the clinical care environment due to such interactions. Many of those interviewed say they're unsure of how to respond when faced with this kind of discrimination. The study suggests there needs to be institutional level policies that help doctors navigate bias. The data came from 50 clinicians and more than a dozen focus groups, a little more than half participating were women. Demeaning behavior from patients happened in all sorts of ways. Racism against non-white doctors was common, also discrimination based on perceptions of ethnicity or religion, especially for people who are Muslim or of Southeast Asian descent. Female doctors reported all kinds of sexism and, in some cases, sexual harassment, especially in settings like the VA, according to the study. Many of the residents who were affected by prejudice said it impeded their ability to learn, and they often decided to ignore those experiences, feeling it would only make matters worse by dwelling on them or reporting to their attending doctors. 
While it's a small sample size, the study offers clues about a growing issue in the clinical workforce as it continues to diversify. Currently, close to a third of physicians were born in another country. About a third are female, half are non-white, and those trends are only expected to increase in the years to come. Taking a look at healthcare stocks, Tampa-based insurer WellCare's third-quarter earnings beat projections Wednesday. The company is in the midst of being acquired by Centene. That deal is expected to be completed in early 2020. WellCare shares were up 5.1% at the end of the trading day Wednesday. Insurer Molina Healthcare reported profits were down about 11% since the same time period a year ago. The stock was down 0.64% at the close of the market Wednesday. The broader sector was up 0.78%. Thanks for listening to Just Healthcare Daily. I'm Alex Olgan. Let us know what you think of the show. Leave us a review or rate us in whichever podcast app you're listening on. And you can check out more insights on healthcare business and policy news on JustHealthcare.com. Just Healthcare Daily is an independent production of Just Healthcare. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.